Hey everybody, what's up? Thank you so much if this is your first time listening or second or third time. This is only my third podcast. I really appreciate you guys being here. I am excited that I have my first guest. Of course, it would be none other than one of my very best friends, Chase. Hey, hey. This guy, all right, I'm going to do an introduction uh, for him so he doesn't uh, <laughs> lowball himself. This dude is a cannabis enthusiast, all right, so... Uh, He's a beer enthusiast. He is the uh, Washington plane crash hero, and hopefully we'll get into that uh, that talk a little later. But um, just Google it. You know, it's only a couple years old. It's not that old. You'll notice this guy because he looks like he's straight from the mountain, and he lives his lifestyle as such. Um, seriously, this guy is always found out in the wilderness with his shirt off and his. <laughs> in his knee-high boots, and he's looking for those reptiles and beautiful sceneries. He does art. Um, go ahead, fill in. Tell us what else you do, Chase, please. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, thank you, Sean. I'm also a big fan of, of yours. Um, You're down be- there in Era Vodka. Well, you know, before, before I talk about myself, let's mention Sean real quick. I'm super fortunate to be here uh, with him. Sean is also a major source of information. Um, I... I like uh, I like being involved with health. I like being involved with. Yeah, this is what we're smoking out of. Yeah, I'll let me cash that. All right. Yeah. Um, I like now, to let be, me do it. You go talk. Okay. Um, ed- education, health, I think play hand in hand, and I think that Sean would agree with me that as we move forward uh, into the cannabis realm, um, education is almost playing somewhat of a equally as important role. We have a brand new field of all these products that people are unfamiliar with. And so I think it's always nice being able to have uh, information that helps people feel more secure about what they're taking. You got, um, you got a tray? I don't know just, a tray. I can just clean it right here, but that's yeah, all right. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. So I, uh, I met Sean working at a dispensary, and um, since then we've been fortunate enough to go outside and hang out in nature and spend some time. Yeah, it's been like, what, five five years? Yeah. Five yeah. years we've been buddies? Yeah. Dude, yeah. how many people have gone in and out of our lives in the last five years? Yeah. You know? That's true. It's Just true. in and out. And here we are together. Me and you, bro. Schedules are definitely a thing. Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. If people are important enough, they make space. Like, tonight. This is a super honor. Again, I freaking... You know, my wife was upset. She's like, I hate when you just leave out the blue. <laughs> for, t- for this meeting. For tonight, yeah, because I was like, dude, this is Chase. And she knows you, so she's like, okay, whatever. But at first, because I was just like, honey, I'm leaving. <laughs> Where are you going? I was like, podcast with Chase. We, uh, you know? We have topics to discuss. Yeah. Um, I mean, this guy, what else do you do? Tell him what you do for a living, you know? Tell him what, what, your, what your passions are, man. Oh, art's my life. I think Sean touched on earlier as far as the wilderness and coming across people that needed help and needed rescue. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we'll get I'm, to that story later. Yeah, we'll get to that later. story later. I, I'm, I'm drawn to Arizona because there's so much wilderness. There's there's a massive, massive plots of land that are untouched. and Yeah, so we, it's, we, we are, I didn't let them know we are in Arizona. We're yeah. in the southern part of Arizona. Yeah. Down south, where um, you consider consider it the borderlands. We have yeah, the border crisis is is a is a one of our major issues. So we're we're re- literally living through that. You know, I just listened to something fascinating on NPR. 
about how they were interviewing the mayor of Nogales about the border crisis. Uh-huh. And they kept asking him, let's talk about the border crisis, the border crisis. We need to go over that. And he asked them if they thought their idea of the crisis was drugs and trafficking, and they did. They, they wanted to talk about the cartel, and they wanted to talk about... Yeah. He reminded them that the crisis down in Nogales really has more to do with the lack of patrol and that traffic is building up, which causes international uh, delay for businesses and people that just want to shop. So, wow. Yeah, so points of, points of view are definitely fascinating. Where, where we live... It is a, a human rights crisis. There's children involved. Like, yeah. It's, 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 it's far beyond it's, it's cartel. Econo- and yeah. It's, it's a human... People are coming from Puerto Rico to get through Mexico because it's easier than to go through, as a Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. than to go through uh, the Florida mm-hmm. uh, tra- tra- uh, checkpoint. Checkpoints, yeah. yeah, yeah. For the, for the uh, Puerto Rican. Here, dude, you take the honors. Oh, man. It's about time we're smoking, right? Yeah, we're smoking some vanilla bean from the fabulous nectar farms of you, Green Halo. You know, and I got to tell you, I'm I'm uh, in con- contact with Jimmy. He's the head grower at Nectar Farm. Nectar Farm is under the license of the Green Halo. And they make exquisite flour. He some of the you, best in the state by far. Some of the best I've smoked by far. But yeah, some of the best stuff that I. And we travel throughout the state for a living picking up from all types of dispensaries so when we say this we uh we mean it <laughs> we mean it wholeheartedly done with a lot of data and research wholehearted data and research. really jimmy it's funny because you know we were both bud tenders yep um when i was a bud tender for what the three years vanilla bean was always used as a, a supplement for lethargy for rest to calm you down and when i talked to our grower about it he was unaware <laughs> I was like, yeah, boy, you know, that strain really can, can relax you. And, the, and he's like, really? Does that, does that do that to you? And I looked at him and I was like, man, you have no idea the feedback <laughs> that we've gotten about this strain. And yeah. Kind of, yeah, and it's thousands. I mean, as my, at my time there, I, I calculated, I was probably 30,000 uh, transactions as a bud tender, you know? Might not have been that many people, but... Those type, those experiences, you get to, you get a rhythm, you know, like in anything, you you get the numbers, you know, the numbers in anything you do. Oh yeah, I just think that customer feedback is the most important thing. That that, sorry, customer patient feedback <coughs> is one of the most important things. Man, that tastes good. Dude, oh. dude, vanilla bean is the best. It's like cream soda swirling in your mouth. It's amazing. You know, it's got like this creamy pine. It's a real op- opposite spectrum from the flavor palette, you know? Creamy pine, my God. Anyways, in our industry, patient feedback is one of the most valuable things that we can ask for because patients have no need to lie. All they're expressing is what works for them. <coughs> so when you have a... Because the cannabis industry is constantly growing. And you have a brand new employee, right? I constantly tell that person, whether he's at our facility or another facility, don't, be, don't worry, don't be uh, intimidated. You're going to learn everything you need to know by just listening to what the patients are using it for. Yep. And that is what has led me to believe that the whole indica sativa realm 
is really questionable. Dude, thank you for bringing that up so much. Not only the Indica Sativa thing, but the asking or listening first. Listening. Because my, what I would do is this. The patients don't know what to ask you. They really don't know it. They're so nervous. They don't even know what to ask you. They don't even know what to ask. They don't even know what to say. They come in there and they're like, so what do I do now? Like, it's like, like they're in a play or like, like, like they're going to get handed a script. They absolutely have no idea. And they're afraid to ask a dumb question sometimes. Yeah. So so when they come up, I always am at, what are you here for? What symptoms are you trying to relieve? Let's start there. Because most people will go to like, they're always the top hitters. And not everybody needs or wants that because those don't always alleviate their symptoms. The, the top hitters are usually the most drowsiest things, too. Yeah. Usually the top hitters yeah. aren't, aren't getting people into the gym. Yep. They aren't getting people, you know, some guys work out and eat this stuff or smoke it. God, that's so true. So, like, the first thing that I always ask is, what are you here for? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're here. Yeah. Why? <laughs> you t- and then when, when you get to listen to why they're here, then you could... Oh, 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 I I heard a patient say this worked before, because if it's not in your realm of understanding, as in you don't have that symptom or condition, um, you've got to rely on 100% feedback. So so that's my always go-to. What did other people of that condition say? Or if I know what they're looking for, like if it's a depression or anxiety, because I'm a master of those two, because I've dealt with them in the deepest forms, then I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you need. (laughs) But if they're like, oh, I got pain, I'm like... I'm 30-some years old. I, 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 only time I get pain is, like, if I, you know, work myself too hard. But, like, I don't feel normal pain sure. where, you know, seniors do. So sure. it's like I have to rely on different... Different uh, approaches. Different, uh, different areas of information, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah, man. Let's pack that again, bro. Yeah, that we'll shit was right good. We have a, hey, bro! We have, a, we have an introduction of... Um, yeah. So a Brandon Ham. We got an extra. We, we're doing a little podcast here. Which we, is we kind got, of, which yeah, is, we got Mr. Ham. Dude, which this, is rather nice. He, we're uh, going to do a special with this guy only to tell us about everything we need to know. He's also a figurehead in, uh, in the cannabis community. <laughs> he's, he's totally playing ghost his, right now. Oh my his, gosh. His, his time will come later. Yeah, he is going to define everything we need to know about weed. But for now, let's just continue. <laughs> well, and when, you know, and, and like you were saying, that you listen to the patient come in, you... You let them lead, basically, yes. and that you kind of decorate around their needs and, and just kind of listen. And that's really what led me to believe that when old Miss Johnson comes in and she tells me that our most powerful indica helped her stay awake and have fun with her family and be cognitive, right? I'm not going to call her a liar. right? So that's why, because of chemistry... Indicas and sativas are in a very weird spot. I, now, I don't believe in indicas or well, sativas the, as indi- defining I believe in them, the but characteristics of the plant's there's effects. There's an infinite amount of variances right. between what is a motherfucking sativa, if I can say so. Yeah, you can fucking say so. Fucking say <laughs> that shit. From a sativa to an indica, there's a lot of variances. You know, and even, even within sativas, they can have different effects, whether they make you emotional or whether they make you chatty. Um, even even uh, alcohols, I believe, are play under the same realm. Um, 
Some make you an angry alcoholic. Some make you a, a, a emotional one where you just want to cry about all your past That's things. That's why I like craft beer because it's clean. Some, yeah, there's different. Because it's clean. Some alcohol. I've had those effects, and and I'm playing in those realms too when we come down to cannabis because. Here, I'm gonna load this up. Oh, all right, cool. I'm yeah, cleaning, but yeah, you do I, you. Yeah. Um, what are you smoking? I got some Gorilla Glue. Oh, what so it, is it? What is it? Is it? Does it say Gorilla Glue number one? Well, I'm sorry, I should not say that. Damn it! Damn it! I fucked up. GG number four. We are smoking. <laughs> oh. Uh, we actually stopped calling this Gorilla Glue or tried to years ago. What is it? Is that an indica or a sativa? Sativa. Surprisingly, surprisingly. I don't want to be a. Our company put that into edibles and has it as an indica. You know, the fascinating so thing what, is... So what is going on with this, this strain? This is one of the strongest strains that we've ever carried, and... Somebody look up look up Gorilla Glue uh, genetics tell, and, and leave it in, in the comments of some of, um, of Instagram, Growing Weed is for Dummies, same as the podcast, look up the Instagram. Leave in the comments, what is Gorilla Glue number four? Let us know what your, uh, your opinion or your research has found out. I'm interested to know. I want to hear more because... <clears throat> We have it at two different things because I told them I was well, like, no. I'll tell, I'll tell you right now. Gorilla glue is a this, damn sativa. This shit smells like coffee. It has a flavor profile that let me is, smell. Let me smell. Absolutely distinct. Holy shit! Tell me what you think that smells like. What else? What oh, else do you get? Bro, when we met, you were in weights and measures. The green halo has the best. Our job. Working side by side was to talk about the flavor and Dude, the look. Dude, Green of... Halo has the best weed. Oh, I'm sorry. Smell... It almost smells like this too, but the Green Halo has the best weed. It's got some cream. It's got like a cream essence to it too. I'm just so happy, dude. If you guys could see the smile here. on my face from this, well, here, smelling take... this weed. Let me get the you first of greens. yours. <laughs> yeah, you take you take greens. Um, absolute coffee. Freshly, though. it's almost. It's it's on the hint of fresh cut grass. Yeah, yeah, kind I of get that. On the hint. Yeah, I get that. Like you just walk outside, the you didn't know the lawn was cut, but it is, and you smell it, and you're like, ooh, what's that in the air? Yeah. Mmm. And, and you look to the greens. That's exactly what that is, man. Um, we're fortunate in Tucson because we have a good market here. Um, we're also. Just sitting below Phoenix, which is a massive market. Oh my God! Look at that hit! Holy oh, shit! <coughs> I don't smoke out of bugs that often, son. I don't smoke out of bugs that often, son. Oh that's, my God! That's what it is. Oh my God! Good. So, bro, let, let's jump right into the Washington hero story. Oh, boy. Please, sure. let's talk about it. Yeah. And I'm going to be like the questioner. So I, want, I, want you, I want you to just be the answer, all right? A, a, her, a heroic cannabis Escapade. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you could probably just Google this, uh, Washington State plane crash hero chase. You'll find it. The dude has a big ass smile on his face. You can't miss him. He looks so proper though. His hair is tucked beneath his ears. He's just so fucking right there, man. You want him? You can take this boy home to mama. I tell you what. <laughs> so I'm on vacation. Oh my god. I'm on vacation. I'm in Idaho, of all places. If you could imagine me there, 
I'm in freaking Idaho. And I'm on vacation. <coughs> Just so happens, Chase is also on vacation up in Washington. <clears throat> this is how I hear about it, though, is I go on Yahoo.com or whatnot, and there he is. The girl got found, right? This national story about a girl who was lost in a plane crash. Both her grandparents uh, uh, died um, in the plane crash, I believe, is the story. And I'm over there, like, and I, th I thought my um, vacation was epic. So I call up Chase, and I'm like, dude, he's over here making national news saving people in the mountains. I'll let, I'll let him tell the story. Tell us what happened, you know, and, and let us know what you were thinking, you know? Don't, don't hold anything back. Uh, <laughs> you know, man. So you went on vacation. What did you go up there for? For my cousin's wedding. I went up there to visit, and... What uh, part of Washington? Uh, Seattle area. Lake Washington. Um, so you go up there to visit, you got go some up there free to visit, time, or what? And I'm supposed to get up. It was a, the whole thing... The whole story has to do with time variables, which really drives me crazy. The way everything's synced up. Timing? Timing is all the fucking things, crazy. But, but all the things that happened before, b before the event, just thing, all the things that got in the way so that... So for, that for you me, would be late. So I don't... Yeah. So all the different things that, you know, all the different roads and detours and scenic routes and... I was supposed to originally go up with a friend and he flaked out... He flaked out, and so I contacted another friend, and sure enough, he was ready to go that morning. So we go straight into the mountains, and uh, just, like I said, made kind of these detours and scenic route roads. And yeah, stopped. like stop, stop to see you know, scenic views, so you we make a stop planning, to look. And we were, we were going to stop at, I think we were going to stop at Diablo Lake, and we were going to turn around right there. When, when we got to Diablo Lake, it was noon. My friend Matt's like, dude, we can drive over the mountain range, down through eastern Washington, and back over Snoqualmie Pass. I'm like, let's do it. So we're driving up. What was your intention, though? To hike. Our, our intention at that point was to get to the highest point and find a trail that led us to these peaks. There was all these massive peaks that were driving. What mountain range do you know? The Cascades. All this right. is in the North, the North Cascade Highway. And, uh, I've never got to ask you about this, even though, like, as soon as I got back from Idaho, I really? had a newspaper clipping of Chase. Yeah, yeah. And we took a picture together, and it's my first Instagram post ever. Shaw B1, if you guys want to look at it, seriously, go all the way to the That's bottom. So it nice might take you. a minute. But it's my first Instagram post ever. That's so nice of you, man. Yeah, that's I, how that's how that's how this relationship well, is. Well, here's man, the so. thing. Here's the hard Co thing. Go we're, ahead, continue, man. The I can I can really. It's a hard time to express how beautiful it was where we're at. We're really climbing our version of the Rockies. It's summertime, so everything's melted, except for the glaciers and patches of snow on the backsides of these massive teeth peaks, rock faces. And me and my friend Matt are like fuck. We're getting up to that. Like, we're looking at the, like, these peaks. We're like, we have to get to that. And so we're driving down the road, and we're looking for any trail, any pull-off. Were you going to stay the night there? or no. no. You're we just, just going to hike all yeah, the way up, we just, we hike have, all the way back down, yeah, chuck it home? Yeah, just, just hike out as far as we can, you know? So we finally find this trail where we could see in the distance it goes up. It goes up this hillside to this, you know, view we pull this Yui, and we go down, and we park. And there's one other vehicle in the parking lot. 
And so we hop out of the car and we're getting our backpacks ready. And I remember grabbing beer and putting it in my backpack. And we're talking about what kind of beer are you bringing? Oh, I'm going to bring this. And this girl walks out of nowhere, super small, kind of normal looking, really calm. And she says, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I survived a plane crash and I need help. Wow. Just like that? Like that was her first sentence? Yep. And, wow. Uh, and, and I'm looking at her like, this girl's running away from her grandparents. Like, I, I don't know what the hell. Like, no big deal. You're, you're automatically and so my friend, and then my friend weirded out. So yeah, and I'm, I'm with my friend, and he's like, she's on his side. She approached him on his side. And so he's kind of look, chatting with her, and I'm just, like, continuing to, you know, get my backpack ready. And, and I'm noticing that she's holding her hand. It's all blistered. And, uh, and I'm thinking, okay, well, if she's pulling a joke, then she would have had to, like, burn her hand or something. And then she talks about how she survived a plane crash. Wow. And she's been walking through the woods for two days, three days. Jeez. Was she, did she have shoes on? Yeah, she had shoes on. She was kind of like in these uh, like black, I don't know, black slacks, like a cardigan, kind of like a t-shirt. Like she was cardigan. wearing, like her clothes wasn't ripped up or anything? Not too much. She looked kind of normal. Like, but know, she, was, she looked injured. Yeah. yeah. She had some holding, injuries? Yeah, she's holding her hand and, you know, and my, finally, my friend Matt, really, German, Matt German. Yep. Shout says, out to Matt. Yeah, shout out to Matt. <laughs> 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 Gotta hold it. Shut Gotta hold Matt yeah. down. <laughs> Matt, Matt really said, Chase, we got to get her out of here. And in my mind, well, I even said, I was like, oh, we should call the cops. And he's looking at me like, dude, let's get her out of here now. She needs to go. We need to take well, her. Whose vehicle? And I'm, I, I still, at that point, I still didn't believe her. I'm who, still thinking like, this girl's, this girl's, kind of gothic looking and I'm not sure Wednesday Adams needs to be in the back of my rental car oh, you know so with you're my in a, stuff so you're in and like a we've been smoking and drinking like I don't need Wednesday right popping up out of nowhere with some gimmick when we're in the most beautiful beautiful fucking spot ever so so finally I'm like okay fine whatever so we get her in the car and we're driving and the next nearest place from where we were is like it's like mm, out to a couple hours away I mean we were we were You're literally we were in the, the middle we, of nowhere on on the North Cascade Highway. We were at the highest point from where from where, holy shit. Yes, from from us going. What do you think the elevation east, of that is? Oh, that's a good question. I think where we were at was like six. Because Madeira, seven, the highest you could get up is about 12. six. No, you can get up to 12. driving or nine. That's nine thousand seven. Climbing, but yeah, not driving. driving. Yeah, at no. driving, it's about six. Yeah, yeah. five ish, yeah. five something six. Yeah. But yeah, um, but either way, you know, you're climbing from sea level. That's what you don't realize. Like, well, that's, th- that's why I was telling you what Madeira is, so maybe you could have. Well, an yeah, right. So not that you didn't know. It's just that I I know exactly what it is. I, you know, I man, study that mountain. Like like you are the. Mi- uh, ma- I know no, nothing. I know. This guy knows everything about most mountains. I know nothing about anything. I know about one mountain. That's it. I we, only know about Madeira. <laughs> we are at a high, we are we are at a it's, high. It's been my back. It's been my backyard my whole life. You know, so. that mountain is magic. It's been my backyard. It my makes whole its life. own weather. It, it's it's amazing. The birds that come through my yard are literally coming straight off that mountain. Oh yeah. I get I get. It's a bird. Thr- thrashers, cardinals. We got a bush. Thrushers. Yes. Thank you. you. Get, yeah, man. We birds, put a, we put a book, the best names. a bird book, right warbler, next to our window. A warbler. 
What's that? A yellow-chested warbler. Oh, is that a particular That's bird? That's a bird, dude. I don't know. That's why we got the book. Yeah. <laughs> the elegant Trojan. And then we tinted our windows so that the birds can't see us. And then we put feeders right on the ledge so that, th- that we could see the birds and they won't see us. Dude, it's the best. Yeah, birds... Birds are... Birds are amazing. Dude, sit down. Take a hit. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Silent, sit down silent, take a hit. It doesn't silent, matter. Silent, You're going to be on this motherfucker soon, dude. <laughs> Explaining decarboxylation and shit. <laughs> because you don't see this ugly face doing that. You know. No. Yeah. I, I'm like, uh, you heat shit up and it does something that you want to happen that turns this A into a negative effect. And like, it would be way better if a scientist tells them. You yeah. Know? And you're, you're, you're borderline can a scientist. Canatist. Canatits. So, continue, Chase. You were saying, so you're driving back. You're worried about Wednesday Adams. Yeah, it's about two we, hours to get anywhere. Two hours. We, and and leaving, where's the first I, place you hit? A well, restaurant? I, and I'm kind of upset because I still, I'm looking at her in my rearview mirror not knowing if she's going to pull out some scissors and like... But what did she, did she... Did she have anything bound around her hand because you said her hand was injured? She was just holding her hand because she said that... She, uh, well, alright. Yeah, so, it was years ago, so, so no, you might no, not the, know... No, the, oh, man, I know the you story. Know, oh, the story's well. gruesome, dude. Basically, what she's flying with her grandparents... Dude, people need hit, to know. Some people don't know hit, about this shit. This girl, hit, this girl yeah. deserves to be known about, man. So she fucking this, survived some shit. This girl was with her grandparents, flew through a patch of clouds in the Cascade Mountains, and they crashed. The girl that survived the plane crash, her name is Autumn, and she's 16 years old. Autumn as in fall? Autumn as in fall. She's 16 years old. When this happened? When this happened. So, her grandparents, she tried to pull them from the plane. And she's in like a propeller plane? Yeah, it's a little one. One thing in the front. Do you do you know anything about I, that? I don't know. I know a nickname for the plane was a doctor killer. Okay. So you could look up that model. Yeah, it's the one propeller in the front. It's the cheapest version of a uh, one front motor propeller plane. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. There's. I just was listening to a guy talk about how the cheap helicopter he bought, and it's because of how often it crashes because people and he is so cheap that. People, doctor, they call it doctor killer because doctors have enough money to buy these things, whereas in not normal people do. Huh. Same thing with these helicopters. They're just cheap enough where anybody who has a little bit of money in their pocket could buy one, but they're usually not correctly bit. instructed. They I've, they and they they live life on a whim. Yeah. I mean, Harrison Ford's crashed his plane several times. His front propeller plane. He don't give a shit. He's Indiana fucking Jones. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. He don't give a shit. He's supposed to crash him. That's kind of how you, that's how you live your life when you're Harrison Ford. Um, but so she was... Well, yeah, no. She crashed she, and then she was trying to get him out? She, or? she was trying to pull her grandparents from the burning plane, man. And, and so that, she, so that she, burnt her, her hands or yeah, what? Is that was the yeah. case? Her hands were burned? Uh-huh. And there was a rescue plane that she could see flying by, but she couldn't, she couldn't wave it down, so she had to walk down the valley through the woods... And was we, she from the area? Do you know anything about that? Yeah, yeah, she's from uh, Bellingham. So, so she knew the area? N- well, no, well, not that area. We're, that's wilderness. 
Like that's nobody knows that area. Well, she's I'm, on, I don't she's know. On, she's on the side not. of yeah. She's on the side of a mountain. So yeah, and I, and once you if if you're from the desert, desert's different. You could jump. You could stand on a rock and see cool. above pretty good. In the forest, you ain't got shit. <clears throat> you walk around in there about five thick or six as, feet. Thick as shit. Spin you yourself around in a circle about five or ten times, yeah. and then try to find that, your way out. That's that. And when it becomes nighttime, it's over. Yep. And yep. that's why you so, just hug a tree. Yeah, it is, so. it is ridiculous. I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania, and it is ridiculously hard. Yeah. Forests are so dangerous. Yeah, they can be. They're if also, you don't they're know. They're also what, nurturing, you know? But oh, you yeah. To, if you, you, if you don't know what right. you're doing, it's a dangerous place to get lost in. I mean, that's just it. That's what I told her. I was like, keep in mind, like, it's summertime. Had this, had this all occurred in wintertime? It'd be like, I don't know, a couple hundred feet deep of snow, literally. Shit, the crash itself could have caused an avalanche if it's on the right spot, man. So, yeah, man. You know, she, snow uh, up that high is we, not stable. Well, she ended up walking. She ended up surviving the crash, trying to pull her grandparents out, and then walking through the woods for two days. And she came to a highway. That's the highway we were driving on. And we asked her, we were like, well, why didn't you go to the highway and try to flag somebody down? She said, I did. Nobody would stop. Oh, jeez. Yeah, right? So that's why I, con I contacted the news. I made a report to say, hey, if you're driving on the North Cascade Highway and you're at, like, mile marker, <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're at mile marker, like, oh, I don't know, 300. Nobody would stop. Be between 300 and 500 and you see somebody walking and that's exactly what I said I was like <clears throat> I understand you don't want to stop and pick them up even though Brandon right here on my right would gladly pick up anybody so keep dude that in mind. especially a 16 year old girl by herself no, in so, the wilderness so this yeah. is like the worst place for nobody a 16 year old girl she to be she said that she was out there for hours she was out there for hours nobody would yeah, stop yeah this so is she went, like she went down to that trailhead and she waited by that one car that we parked next to. And she was hoping that somebody would come back from yeah. their hike. So she yeah. waited there. We're like, God, you waited down here? Oh She's my like, God. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So At like, 16, oh, you just, you so, fall on. So anyways, dude, we get, we get to the next gas station. We pull up and it's like this little log Do you remember cabin. what it was called? The gas station? No, it was like Lincoln Log Jerry's auto <laughs> fuck. I don't know, dude. It's it was like, just a gas station? It was the first, it's the first place that you come to. I wish I could remember the town. I could look it up. Um, that you come to, and we, and we stopped at this little... I got a bowl little, ready to pack, too, whenever we're right. ready to pack. Yeah, we stopped at this little gas station cafe. They make sandwiches. It's like this little Lincoln Log. And we asked to use their phone. We walked in with her, and... Uh, and as we're asking them to use the phone to call the authorities, we could see people behind the deli counter in the distance getting together saying, that's the girl, that's the girl. Wow. Because they've probably all been alerted about they've this. They've all been, yeah. Because so they were my, on the search. I turned to my friend Matt. I turned to It was all Matt. headline news there. Yeah. Um, I turned to, to my friend and say, what the hell do they mean that's the girl? Well, like not but minutes later, rangers pull up and, and the place uh, is surrounded. Surrounded or? rangers and a, an ambulance and all this stuff. And what happened? What happened when they pulled up? I mean, well, they go, wanted to walk take her it. away. They exactly, yeah, walk it's good, through it, please. Yeah, for sure. So they come storming in and they're like, they're like, oh, and they come like pretty much kind of trying to swoop her away. And I remember standing in front of them and her, 
and I said that, that my friend and I, Matt, I said, look, we're going to be outside. If you need anything, that's where we're... Because I didn't... I, it's like it was kind of our responsibility at that point to bring her back. And I didn't want to just send her off with somebody because I felt like it was just kind of a traumatizing experience as it was. And so we just kind of reassured her before well, all I, these what people... What was she before, doing? She, she appreciated it. Uh, no, she as just, soon as she, as she, like, like, if you could walk through it, as soon as she walks into the restaurant... She was quiet. The shoes was She just super, stayed super, super quiet. quiet. Well, you, guys, super, you guys went there personally, <clears throat> like you and Matt were going there, and you guys were calling the authorities, correct? Yeah. And, like, yeah. she was, like, standing in the background, like, just, just being chill. Just, yeah. Yeah, just, like, yeah, these guys super, are taking care of me. She's a little cucumber, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that's what really the whole the whole thing was. Because she she had, you know, I mean, she had she was with the grandparents and parents. She had people always looking after her. So at this point, she's so scared and dehydrated and out of it, like out of her wits. You know, if she's out there for a couple of days, <laughs> like wow. she had, she, she would need somebody to, like you were doing this. You know, this is what happened. We this just told her this girl needs that to, we were going to go outside, get right, to safety, right outside the window, so she could see us. And just, that's where we're going to be if she needed anything. And then you left the rangers to do their, their job? Yeah, dude. <clears throat> then so we go outside, and and, uh, and I said, look, dude, today's already been weird enough. We should get out of here. And uh, we slammed a couple beers. Because um, we were we were nervous as shit, dude. The whole experience, we were nerve-wracked. I bet you the, the whole... Nerve-wracked. Dude. That's when I called I called. Just friends. imagine saving somebody's life. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. We... As in normal people, they'll hardly ever get that experience. It's as traumatizing for the person mm-hmm. that's saving as it is for the person that's being saved. That's why uh, army men go through PTSD. Yeah. Firemen go through PTSD. Cops go through Because they're saving people's lives all the time. It's a traumatizing experience on both ends. All they need to do is just monitor people that are walking in wilderness. Well, that's a super huge issue. I mean, the people of whatever town that was. That's I mean, what I wanted to report. That's I mean, what I wanted, that was that's what I wanted to say. Super I was like, bad hey. issue. Yeah, I was like, hey, if you're if you're look, if you live in dude, what was that? Was that that shit you have? Gorilla glue. Dude, that hit yeah. me straight to the brain yeah. <laughs> in about point one point six seconds. Holy yep. shit! Yep. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> Gorilla glue works. <coughs> dude. Like smoking. Dude, it's good. But the whole yeah, man. So we basically left her. That's your that's then, your analogy of it. A smoking coffee. It, well, it, it Holy smells. Holy fuck, dude! My my. It smells. So th- what happened with the um, news? How did that occur, though? I like they up, contacted you? Yeah, or? I, yeah. I How did up, that occur? I called family down in Arizona. Just curious. As we're driving away, I called family down in Arizona. That I was visiting from, I was in Washington <clears throat> visiting me. from Tucson. So I, I call them and, and ask. I say, hey, you know anything about a story of a a girl that's been missing in Washington? And they did, they did. Oh yeah, yeah. And I and I said <clears throat> to Matt that I was driving with. I was like, oh shit, dude. Like this is national news. Yeah, this is. And I and then I got back on the phone. I was like, "All right, well, we 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 found her. She's okay. <laughs> yeah. She's okay. That's the craziest thing yeah. to tell family, family yeah. members. Yeah, and the family, I think family's just rolling around saying, "Why are you crazy? Yeah, you found her. Yeah. So so after that, and that's really what what's tricky because so many people since then will will come up and say, "Hey, I saw you. Hey, this and that. Hey, you did you did a great thing, but 
it's it's all of them and you were there you were working there when it happened that it would just happen so much and they were like why were you there what what would happen if everybody you, wants to hear the story and well, now it's, it's and documented that's, and, and that's the you could always say refrain to this because and it happens so it, it much matters. it happened at such a high abundance people coming up and asking that it's like, I don't matters. know. I don't know. And so much occurred before. We stopped by a town that had the worst human fatality casualty in history with a mudslide. It was like 29. Did I say that right? Did that come out right? It's probably a lot of words. It was a mudslide that went down. And, and we wanted to drive through that town on the way out. And we did. And that alone was a spectacle. It was the whole side of a, of a hillside just cut out, cut out. And the whole valley that resides below it is just rolling hills of debris and trees upside Broken down. Broken trees. Shattered. Wow. It just, it's, and just it's like a disturbing view. Un, 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 unoffed and layered like houses. Were there houses? Uh, there's some... There's some structure. It's all buried. That's all buried. Wow. It's just dirt. It's just dirt. This whole valley. And but the driving way was clear, or what, what was it? Was a highway, or what? Yeah, was, yeah. What? This was a this was a detour, basically. That and it, it didn't add or take away any time. It was just another way. Yeah, yeah. But it's way that we went. And my friend, I believe Matt was just graduating from the forestry program. So, when we were there looking at it, he said, "Dude, I want to get the fuck out of here. This is creepy." This is sad. It's dude, when you certain... drive through that shit, like the people oh, in California yeah, were driving through those fires, that'd be just... Oh, yeah, that, yeah, no, for crazy. sure. Crazy. But, but you don't see... This is like unstable... This is like unstable... You know, we're, we're seeing the same thing down here with the fissures that they talk about, where the, when, the, when the water tables dry up, land sinks, and it, it doesn't grow again. So that's a real matter... With, with water depletion, that as things sink, they can't grow again. And there's multiple water tables. There's, yeah. not always, there's not always just one aquifer. The aquifers stack. And that's what's happening right now, is that we're, we're in a period of time where fissures are an issue. Brandon right here on our right, fuck, down in Wilcox, you, you drive through the cut-through road of Dragoon to the playa of Wilcox, there's a sign that says, Beware Open Fissures. First time we drove... This is wine country, too, keep in mind. Like, this isn't fucking... This is this is gorgeous, popular freaking, and and we're driving. Brandon points it out. He's like, "Do you see that sign?" And we look it up. We're like, "What the? <laughs> f- <laughs> we're like fishers. Beware, fishers possible. Like, what does that mean? Like, we're driving like sixty down this straight outback road. It's like, do we have to worry about freaking, you know, Fred Flintstone type cracks in the road that our <laughs> cars just gonna plop into? I don't know. I don't know. What That's that sign scary. Means. That's scary." Fishers, that shit's real shit. So I, I understand you what you're saying because I, it's I, scary. I, I drove dude. from it's freaky. When I came back from uh, the East Coast, I drove through Joplin, Missouri, when they had that eight, that mile wide um, tornado, I believe, that ate their entire town. Uh, when I drove through there, my son, I was sad. my son was um, six years old. Right now he's fourteen. When he when he drives when we drove through there he was scared of shit on the on the radio statewide tornado and storm warnings, mm-hmm. freaking cars on the side of the road on fire, like I'm driving through the freeway and just a random car on the side of the road on fire nobody there there's not like the fire nobody's there bro, 
trees. The aftermath. Yes, I was because I wanted to drive through there, but when we got into Missouri, it was still tornado season. Dang man, because we were we were leaving when um. Dude, when that's I, a whole nother. So you're gonna you should talk about that. You talked about dude, that. It was, no, no, that? this is my first time. But well, yeah, dude, this you was. You should talk about your. No, this was crazy. Drive, it was just it was just Inferno a, Road. It was Sean, just a Sean crazy experience. Was that Inferno Road, right? That's what the. But it was in it Mad was in Max? I believe Joplin, Missouri. Mad Max. Inferno Road. That's the it was it. crazier than shit. Um, for it was being it was my second time driving across the country. I drove from Arizona to, to Pennsylvania, and then on my way back, I rented the most biggest pet ski or whatever the, those trucks are, but the biggest damn one you could imagine. And it was the scariest drive, dude. Yeah. Coming down the hills in New Mexico into Arizona, dragging your entire life and your entire house in the back of you, and having a son, two dogs, two hamsters, and two goldfish in your fucking car <laughs> is the most nuttiest experience of your life. <laughs> Damn. True. On the cab of the truck? On the cab of this Penske, yeah. <laughs> My my big dog sat at the bottom because they had like a foot lift of the seats to the bottom of the floor. So there was a huge bottom area where my dogs could chill. And I just um, chained them to the, the doorway so when we opened up what the doors, the they wouldn't jet. You know, when we were at pet you know, stops to, so they could... And then walk them around. It was the craziest experience. But yeah. it, was, it was fun, man. I never trade for anything. But during that time was when those tornadoes, those wild tornadoes in Missouri were happening... And uh, it was statewide warnings while I'm driving through there. And I'm like, well, I'm not stopping in this state. <laughs> <You know what? laughs> We're just driving through. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, you know. So how did the newscast get a hold of you, though? They didn't, you didn't, did you give the cops your, all your information about where you were staying? Is that how they got a hold of you? Or? Ranger, we got out of there quick. So, it, so how did they get a hold of you, though? Because I've seen you on the news. You were in uh, newspapers. One, one contacted me. And one I reached out to, and the one that I reached out to, I think I had to end up doing down here in Tucson. So you did one in Something. Arizona? Yeah. And then you also did one up in Washington? Yeah. Because I remember you getting like a live view where you're standing up and talking to them. Am I correct? At the airport? I did one at the airport in Washington, and the one that I did down here was... Well, it looked did, like a sit down one. Yeah, I did a couple actually. I did one. I did an interview at the Tell Santa Cruz. I want to hear it all. Santa Cruz Park. <laughs> it was great. I did. I did an interview with this really adorable girl from uh, K Gun on your side, but they're not on my side because you know what? I wanted to get a copy. I wanted to get a copy, and they're like, "Yeah, that's forty bucks," and I was like. Look, I was like, "How about I come down and get some." Photos of the video. Like, you can just play the video and I would just take a picture. And they were like, uh, well, either way, they didn't. Uh, I was kind of hoping that I'd get, I'd, I'd get a little bit more. Well, fuck well, so, $40, <coughs> I'd still like to probably try and get it someday. Um, it's on YouTube, probably. But the interview was great because it was with this like adorable girl, like I said, and she like these cicadas going crazy. These bugs, these bugs that buzz yeah. down in the desert. Cicadas. Yeah. I so we're we're doing the interview, we're doing the interview at Santa Cruz Riverfront State Park, and and the cicadas are just they're loud as hell, and I think that's why it'd be fun to get just to sample it, you know. Yeah. But, but sample it for what? Come on, get the pitch. 
You do music also? Come yeah, on, don't, don't fucking yeah, yeah, hold back. Get some audio whole... samples, you know, some, some samples. Because you of... do, sh- what, what the fuck do you do? You do shit downtown on Congress, 4th Avenue, yeah. right here in Tucson. Yeah, some ghetto tech. With a dude named Mito. Yeah. Don't hold back. Yeah, Team Freelance is uh, Team Freelance is the audio Pitch project. it, bro. You want you want five more people to show up? Come on, man. This is the way to get it, man. Yeah. We Evil, need some audiences. Evil Mito, good friend of mine. Uh, Mito. Uh, M-I-R-O. Uh, but he goes by Evil Mito. It's his, his rap name, man. And he's been rapping for a long time, man. I... I Either way, he's he's. He bl- just opened for Busy Fucking Bone. Yeah, he's uh, Mito. Mito's blistering fast and super talented, uh, and, a, and a lyricist. And you were there with the Busy. Check yeah. out your Instagram. Yeah. Um, free. Yeah, we just. Uh, what is it? Uh, freelance Arts. Is there any dots or periods? Or? Uh, freelance under underscore arts. Freelance, freelance underscore arts. arts. Check it out. You'll see all the pictures. Yeah. Everything we're talking about. Yeah, Team Freelance is the audio project. Freelance Arts is my my Instagram. But that's where I we post a lot of our stuff. We also have a Facebook, Team Freelance. Um, but yeah, opening for Busy Bone was, hey, I'm just like anybody else, man. You know, I just walked in there. I plugged in the equipment. Busy was there. Yeah, did you get to smoke with him, bro? No, Busy uh, Busy was really concentrating on setting up the merch table. <laughs> yeah. And walking yeah, around boy. the room and walking around the room during sound check. Was this at Club XS? Yes. Club XS, man. Now called, now called Encore, but yeah. It is? Just, yeah. yeah. Wow. What yeah. was it called before then? DVA. DVA. All DVA. right. So check this out. You know you heard a DVA if you're 30 years old and you listen to KRQ in 98.3. Yeah. Because they shout out DVA like crazy. Yeah, we fucking. So DVA turned into excess, which I guess turned into encore. And uh, I was there for a concert. It wasn't very fabulous, but it was on World Star, so I guess it's worth looking up. Where. <laughs> Hey man, Busy's talented who, as who, shit. Who's that what guy? A, what a what an honor, man! I'll tell you, that guy, that guy. He spit his flows, he's, huh? He's, yeah, he's just super fast, man, super fast. And so it was really cool to see that stuff live. He was just on top of it. He knew his shit like he'd done it like like it was just in his <laughs> muscle memory. Yeah, yeah, that was real fun. Um, was there anybody else there? Any other artists? No, but. Before so that. it's just you guys opening up for Busy? Yeah. No, oh no, yeah, there was. There was two other performers. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I got something for you. I wanted to leave you guys. I don't know if you want it. I mean, I don't know how often you get an alcohol tincture. Oh, shit. But if you don't want it, if you know somebody that might need it, it's uh, an alcohol tincture. Everclear. Really? 180 proof, 190 proof. Oh man, I'll have to barter with you. I gotta, I gotta. You always have to barter with me. Is this, is this what you have to deal with, man? You always gotta barter with this guy because yeah, he always gotta barter with me. You can't just give Chase something. He's always gotta come back with something. Oh, That's how great. it was. I gave him some yeah. of our pack of OGs. Yeah. He comes back with a green halo pipe. He's like, I gotta give this to you, man. Yeah. You don't have to give me nothing. It's for Brandon. It ain't for you. You ain't gonna give me shit. It's not for <laughs> you. You know, it's for whoever. Try it out. Give it to somebody if they don't want it. Wow. This is. It. This doesn't happen, you know. In, in Arizona, you can't get these. 
you have to make these yourself. It's illegal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. In Arizona, <clears throat> it's illegal to have an alcohol tincture. Nobody's went that route yet. Yeah. But uh, I still make them because... Oh, it smells good. It smells like... I people. care about the cancer patients, and cancer patients need this. Yeah. This is special. God damn. Right on, man. Yeah. I got so, I got a lot more at home, man. Don't worry about it, man. It's just... That's nothing, man. Something that's, to me, man. It's $2. Take... Take, <laughs> take... Take a couple drops of this each day. Just have it. It's good for your skin. The, the Hispanic and... and uh, Mexican-Spanish culture has been using this for a long time, man. And they actually leave the weed in. They don't They don't take it out. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Well, they, leave, they leave the weed pulp. in. They don't take them out. And they, they wipe it with the weed on oh, them, yeah. too. Yeah, exfully yeah. pulp. You know, yeah. At least that's what I... That's I work with a full uh, Mexican group, so they help teach me some things. Yeah, you don't want to deny yourself that. Dude, inner, dude the inner... America's great only because of the inner... Connection of the races, man. We like to segregate and empower. That's not the, the way fact, to The go. fact that we did harmonize. that we makes use, us the greatest. We have to harmonize, man. You know, that's the fact that we have the most, the most multiverses who brought all their genius here. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. Nobody works harder in here because you could have whatever you want. Geniuses from Jupiter. Oh boy, never heard that. Heard it here first, folks. You hear it, yeah, yeah. You hear it, folks. So what the hell are you drinking on there, Barrett? Yeah. What that, kind is that? I have the Ninkasi Total Domination IPA. Let me check that out. It's gone. I know, but I just want to oh, yeah, read yeah. it. I just want to read it. For sure. <laughs> See, because you drink IPAs, and I absolutely hate IPAs. Yeah, the, you know, I did. Do you know why? What's that? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah. You tell me. What's the reason yeah. why I don't like IPAs? You know, a lot of people. You like IPAs? Yeah. The, a lot of but people. But do you tell also you, like the others, like the white beer? I don't drink them, Sean. I'm gonna tell you. But do you drink like? You asked me. Kill, I'm not killer. Killer is kind of an IPA. I have a great answer for you. Do you Barrio Blonde? Do you drink that? No. Do you sound Barrio Blonde? It's good for a blonde, but no. No? Well, then we... Why? Why are we different? I don't think... Why do I like that and you don't, and, and vice versa? I, I want to understand this. This is very... I don't think you dislike it ha- hops. It has to I be something about our pre- taste I think you prefer malt. It has to be something. You like dark know. beers? Uh, no. I, I don't Guinness? mind a Kilt Lifter, but I, uh, my, right. I'd rather go for like a Barrio Blonde. I like Kilt Lifter, sure. but Kilt Lifter ain't super hoppy. So I don't, I don't know anything about this, so it's, it's I'm asking malt. you guys. You, mo- you want more of the malt backbone. That's malt, yeasty profiles, the hops. It's not so much that you dislike hops. You just you're, you're that's you know it's a lager. And lagers have more of a malty backbone, nutty if you will. Nutty. Uh huh. So taste. So we could profile. go out. Yes, yeah, so we could go out, and here? I'll find you a cold. But we smoked the same weed, and we like that. Uh, like the other day, man. We okay. So, 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 what, so, so Brandon and I went to Dragoon. Is something different? Dude, Brandon and I went to Dragoon Brewery the other day, which is just like some of the best beer that you can get in the country, I feel. Because they just, they make is us... Is that on 4th or where? It's over on Grant, west of the highway. <coughs> I've never heard of them. Uh, Dragoon Brewery, um, which is Tristan and Eric. Eric's the head brewer. Do they have a specific beer? The Dragoon the IPA is, oh, found, Dragoon is IPA. found all over town. All right, cool. They, they wholesale it out. And that's what you really like? I do, I do. But we were there, and I got 
a hef which was very had a lot of banana. It's called hef. Yeah, it was a hef. Or is that the of, type of beer? That's the type of beer. Oh. The the beer was called an oh the oho something ojo something ojo something. So it was a hef. Look at the sky right now. So the sky outside of Tucson <laughs> is pink. There's a sunset. Man. So, the beautifier. Oh, beautiful. Is beautiful. gorgeous. This is what happens when sun rays hit uh, <laughs> radiation, I guess, right? Oh, it's the dust. It's just all that. You guys remember those weird little writings? Right over had? California, where all the pollution is, is where we get that beautiful sunset. They're, view. they're yeah. pink. <laughs> <laughs> plastic yeah. layer on top of them and you'd write on it and we get like hot pink and that's yeah. how like ink shows or whatever uh-huh. that sky reminds me of the color of the writing on it does the pla- I know what and the about. sky doesn't make the sky pink, pink. it makes everything pink. everything is pink outside the entire yeah, yeah. yeah your house the floor yeah the the cactus I mean everything is just the hue tinted it's true and the spectacle of and we get it the most because we have no clouds. Yeah. So nothing, it never, it's almost, that's why we get oh, the mass amount of, uh, we could see the moon more often than most of the other yeah. parts of the country because um, we can see it during the day. We can see yeah. the moon during the day. Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. But either which way, is dude, not at, which is not normal. So either way, either way, the moon... The moon has its own deal. Either way, I'm not drinking no fucking IPA. No, for sure. So, but so we were there, yeah. and I got a hef. I got a hef, and I mixed it with a stout, and that was the best way to go. Yeah, these. Oh, two so beers. you mixed two beers? Oh yeah, dude. And that and oh, that was yeah. that made, was it an IPA and a blonde. It's a, it was a creamy. It was a creamy. Is that what happened? Beer. It was a creamy malt. Or was beer. it two IPAs? It's like a black and tan. Yeah. Which oh, is a okay. stout. It was a banana, banana and heavy malt, chocolate, coffee roast flavor. Amazing, dude. Like having a freaking, it's like having a cocoa banana split. So I got some, des- I got some dude. real questions to ask you now, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> you travel throughout the whole state. What's yes. the furthest you go? All over, man. All Tana, over. all the way up in Kingman. I have not been to there. I've been to Vegas. How about Lake Havasu? I've been to Leo. Yeah, I love Lake Havasu. You've been to Lake Havasu. Yeah, you got college. How about Sholo? Show, yeah, I love Sholo. No, do you, you go there? I for a job. Personal for the no, job. No, fuck yes. the personal shit. I know you do yeah. everywhere personal. Not I'm asking for the suit. job. This Not is a jobby. This is a job sure. shit. Sholo, yeah. Sholo you've been to? Uh-huh. And what other what other ones? Further. Yeah. Never Kingman. Sholo's the furthest from Tucson. Okay, Sholo's the furthest. Never Flagstaff? You go Flagstaff? No. No? Sholo's further than Flagstaff. <clears throat> What's the green doing? I'm just like Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Alright, so you know what? Okay. Sholo may not be as far as Flagstaff, but the route to Sholo from Tucson is... I love it, though. Black, you go up Oracle? Like black and white. You go up Oracle? Compared to the route to Flagstaff. Because yeah, the, the route, route to Flagstaff, Flagstaff is a bitch, I no, think. No, no, the route no, to Flagstaff no, no, no. is Fuck relatively that. The route straight. to Sholo is way better than the route to Flagstaff. No. Well, what? Four hours long, like... No, because you go... They're both four and a half. You go to Sholo, you're going through the Salt River, which is this windy... No, dude, it's crazy. They're both four and a half hours from here. Exactly the same. Crazy. They're both exactly the same distance. But Sholo, from my you. from my thoughts, 
You don't have to go to Gorges. Well, four and a half hours. Going to Flagstaff from Tucson. Going to Flagstaff, you have to go through fucking Phoenix. You don't. You have to go through fucking Phoenix. Driving through the Salt River Canyon is literally that could you could it's it's. Dude, you get to stop in there and bathe in the Salt River Canyon. It's a beautiful. That's quite literally almost like the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Oh fuck! So this thing's only has a an hour long of recording. Um, so I gotta tell this story real quick <clears throat> before we end this, <clears throat> and it's about one of these drives. All right. <laughs> so I, I do these drives quite often too. You wouldn't believe it. I go into one of these Circle K bathrooms, right? You ever been in one of these Circle K bathrooms? Yeah, or for sure. Yeah, I'll let you know. They're 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 not the biggest things ever. Uh-huh. All right. So I don't know where the fuck I am. I'm in I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I go into this bathroom, and I'm the first one. I open the door, and this dude comes in behind me. You know, it's a public bathroom, whatever. People are going to use it. But the moment I get in the door, I notice there's a problem here. Uh, There ain't enough pissers for this to be public. This looks like a motherfucking private bathroom. All right, so to confirm my idea that this is a private there's going to be a lock on the other side of the door, right? Sure, sure. So I look on the other side of the door to confirm, because I'm still holding the motherfucking door open like a butler. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I look. I'm right. There's a motherfucking lock on the side of the fucking door. So I got three choices. One's already gone, because this motherfucker is already there taking a piss. My first option's gone, because I was going to say, hey, motherfucker, I got in here first. Get the fuck out of my bathroom, right? Couldn't do it. He's got his dick out first. It's a real guy who got his dick out first, pisses first, right? Sure. You can't stop him. <laughs> sure. Ain't that the rule? <laughs> so, so what? So you're standing... So I got two more options. So you're standing outside? No, I'm standing in the fucking doorway. I opened the door for this motherfucker. Okay. So I opened the door to piss, and he come in right behind me sure. and got his dick okay, out right. first, and I'm holding the fucking door, all analyzing right. all this shit. All right. Option two, I walk out like a bitch. And lock the door. Okay, you get the bathroom and close the door. Like a bitch. Yeah. Shouting a bitch. Option three. I whip my goddamn dick out and piss right next to this motherfucker like I'm some gay dude in the bathroom. Alright? But it would have been gayer if I locked the door. Right. So I didn't lock the fucking door. Because that would have been gay as fuck. So I left the door open so if somebody opened it, they'd see it's just two dudes pissing. Ain't nothing going on in here. Okay. So I stand there and I whip my fucking dick out and I piss like a man next to this other dude. Okay. Problem. I analyzed all this that I just told you in that 30 seconds. I can't fucking piss, bro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Stage fright. I can't fucking piss now. I just thought about all this in the last 30 seconds. All this went through my mind. Holding that door open for somebody to go piss. So I can't piss now, so I'm just sitting there like, whatever. Stand there with your dick out. And the d- you're standing there with my dick out right next to him, no barrier. It's it's two dicks next to each other. There's no barrier in a one-man bathroom, boy. So I'm just standing there. <laughs> I'm standing there with my dick out, can't piss. Dude has a perfectly wonderful piss right next to me. And uh, then washes his hands. And I swear to God, the only thing going through my mind right now, I swear to God, is this dude's about to smack me on my ass and say, you can do it, boy. Thank God he didn't. The second he exited out that door, 
I fucking hit that goddamn lock button and took my piss. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for joining this podcast, man. And thank you, Chase. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brandon, for jumping in. (laughs) (laughs) That's my motherfucking adventures while I'm trying to take a piss somewhere in Phoenix. I don't fucking know.